Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Can you give us an update on uh, Hassan Reddick? Where, do you, where are things with Hassan's report? He was allowed to seek a trade. Do you expect him to be back next year? Well, I'd say this. Uh, Hassan, obviously, unbelievable player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Local kid, great success story, Camden, Temple, Philly. Um, love having Hassan. I think that, you know, anything that you're trying to do, um, you're trying to blend, obviously, what you're trying to do this year and, and how you're going to look in the future. And I think that's the hardest job. But um, certainly, you know, don't want to get into any specifics with any conversations with players, but have tremendous respect for the player and the person. Welcome in. It is the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94, WIP, coming off of the Howie Roseman and uh, Nick Sirianni press conference. A little late, which is shocking. You know, I, you would think they'd be able to lock in for the combine. Come on, man. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Uh, Howie, obviously talking there about Hassan Reddick. Welcome on in. It's the Afternoon Show, Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese. What's happening, Ike? Fritzy, holla at your boy. Well, we got a press conference today, so we'll have to pick our way through. Um, what do you think about that Reddick from or, or that answer from Howie on Hassan Reddick? Because in my gut, doesn't sound like he could be back, but that wasn't a resounding. I think Hassan Reddick's going to be an Eagle next year. Yeah, and and listen, listen, hearing Howie's uh, comments on it the second time, it, it it gave me a little more of um, we want him here, but we're also looking at not just for next year, we're looking at. Or down the road as well. So how he's trying to, you know, he's he's straddling that fence of, yeah, we obviously love Hassan Reddick and what he brings as a player, but if he's looking for a long-term deal, he's looking for a three-year extension or what have you, maybe that's something, especially from a financial standpoint, is not advantageous for us right now. We have to also think about the future as well. How, listen, Hassan may not want to hear that, but – that may be where the Eagles sort of angle is coming from because he is under contract. He is not. Under. A, he's not a free agent, and they aren't going to just release Hassan Reddick. Nope. I mean, if you're Hassan Reddick, that's what you would want. Correct. Yeah, just go ahead and cut me so I can go out in free agency and I can get me a deal. After listening to that, and, and we'll obviously keep talking about it, do you think that he would play on the one-year deal? Yeah, ultimately, yes. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he's not going to throw away $15 million. Right. It's just too much money. Yeah. I mean, he may not be happy about it, which may cause him to force his way out. Right. <laughs> so, you know, players have found ways to try to do that also. Um, and you certainly, when you're trying to reverse course on what the ending of this season was like, and you want to be positive and go into the next season with everybody on one accord and everybody pulling in the same direction – that's something the Eagles would have to weigh 
You know, do you want an unhappy Hassan Reddick here? Or, you know, does Hassan say, I'm going to come in, I'll be a, a, a team player or whatever, and I'll play on the final year of my deal, and I, I'm out after that. Might be a Malcolm situation. Right. He, he could do that, but you don't know. You, you just don't know. So uh, I think with the Eagles, I still hope there's a way that they can figure out a way to give him a raise and, and keep him here for the next two years, for the next two to three years. I mean, next season plus two more. He's at 33. Now, depending on how much you're paying him, that could be a bargain pass rusher or that could be somebody that's overpaid as a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, and it's just interesting hearing his – because in twice in, in, that, in the press conference today, like, he talked about well, – because that answer was sort of uh, you know, about the future as well. Mm-hmm. He basically said we're meshing the now versus the future. So he said that, mm-hmm. which had my uh, antenna up of like, okay, is, this, is next year not a Super Bowl year? He also had the answers about like you, you and Hugh just got into about trusting the young or wanting to get the young players out there on defense. Mm-hmm. So that was twice. Now he did have the we want to be aggressive thing in there. So I mean maybe it's meshing and doing what they usually do, which is going and signing a guy off his first contract and maybe looking to get younger at that edge rush position. Um, versus- or, or you got Nolan Smith there. Sure, you have Nolan Smith there. That you sounded excited when you said that. I, I, I was. I mean, he was a first round. He was pick. a first I'm round pick. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it should be. Like in all seriousness, I know we. Well, joke, well what if that's what Howie's talking about when he says the younger players? Is that why the freaking Georgia guy is there to? to oh, they're so tough. You know the, the, the Kirby, the Kirby smart culture. I don't know which annoyed me more: the Steichen questions from the Colts reporter, which is planted, right? You know, and they, they, I know they're they're instructed also to make sure those answers are as long as possible so that we can cut through the fifteen minutes. <laughs> that you have to speak to the entire fran- you know the Philadelphia media. Yeah, well, he's coming off a one in six crumbling of a season. I got to hear about great Shane Steichen is and Kirby Smart when the Georgia players didn't do anything last year. Like I don't care. I don't care with the Georgia kids. I don't. It's not a fun story anymore. It's not right. fun. It's not fun. The defense stunk. Oh, oh yeah, we're not. We're not the Georgia. I mean, the Philadelphia oh, Bulldogs. The Philly Bulldogs. The Philly Bulldogs anymore. No, go go get head by the Crimson Tide. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Philadelphia elephants or whatever they are. <laughs> Get the Kool-Aid McKinstry. Oh, man. But, man, the, so the, the Reddick answer I thought was yes. interesting, just from mm-hmm. the standpoint of I wonder what their philosophy is. Because if their philosophy is – we don't want to pay him uh, really two years from now or three years from now. We're going to look to get younger. You know, that's how you get the young players involved. That's how you go sign a guy after his first year. And maybe they are setting up for a, a, a bit of a step back season. Um, but no, <laughs> I just don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that with the, with the cap going up the way that it did. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing step back season. And, and listen, Howie is our GM. I trust him. This is his time of the year. He's in his element. Let Howie cook, man. I'm trying. Let Howie cook. Let him get down there uh, uh, with, with all the other GMs and 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 schmooze them over. He knows how to do it. Get them in a room. Get them in wherever Howie goes with them. They go out to dinner. Whatever. Howie. This is where Howie works his magic. And I'm not just saying this. I I really do believe this. I'd be shocked if Howie isn't aggressive in free agency. I thought that. Before the new uh, um, salary cap was was released, and and now they got thirty extra million dollars. Yeah, because apparently teams thought it was gonna be two forty, right? And it jumped an extra fifteen million on top of that. So let, let's let's go make something happen with that. And I understand he has to, on one hand, he has to give the perception that he has confidence in the guys that he knows that are gonna be back here on the roster. Has to be smart. 
and he has to be smart about that because he doesn't have – he may have a plan to go get player A, B, or C. Doesn't mean that's going to work out. Everybody has the extra salary cap space, so there's more money for everybody to spend. I'm pretty sure he has slotted what he wants to spend on certain positions. That may that may go in um, – that may be completely different what another team may be willing to spend on a certain position, so we may not get that player. That's a long way around saying – Free agency hasn't started. He doesn't have the players yet, so he he has to talk as if. It's almost like um, the year when they were talking about Quez Watkins being the number two oh, wide receiver. I'm just going to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's really pretty – even though they had checked in on Calvin Ridley, even though they they were checking in on Allen Robinson, yep. and then they wind up trading for A.J. Brown. Yeah. So Very it, interested in getting a real number two. Anyway. Yeah, so I, I, I still believe that when free agency is ready to go – that the Eagles and Howie Roseman is ready to jump out there and make some bids to either a pass rusher, yeah, certainly secondary players. I, I don't know how you're not in on the top corners that are available, starting with LeJarrius Sneed. Right. Uh, I don't know how you're not in on that guy. That's where I'm looking. Because even if you plan on drafting somebody in the draft, you have to hope the guy falls to you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to hope he can play. Right. Like I think the the smart plan for them this offseason is get the free agents to fill your holes now mm. and then fill them in behind the yes. behind that. Yep. You know, like spending a first round pick on a corner I think is a disaster. I don't trust this team that drafts corners. Go pay a corner. Right. And and, and or trade for one. Or trade for one. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, Patrick Sertain, their pick up his fifth year option. Yep. Um so yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. Like whether you want to go pay a safety, like Kyle Duggar with the with, mm-hmm. with the Patriots. Like that's a name that kinda hop, pops out. But I think the Reddick thing, if I had to have my read on it right now. I, I think he's gone, but I don't think that means that they're going to just put Nolan Smith there or they're going to draft a kid at 22. I think that's when they go and sign one of these edge rushers. Premier edge rushers. They're like 26. Okay. 26. Go, sure. get, a, go get a Josh Allen off. If you want to spend like, 100, Ooh, I like, that like name. $100 million on one of those I think Reddick's gone. I thought, I thought they could have made it a little bit more clear today if Reddick was back. Um, and I think they would rather go think about the next three years with a 26-year-old edge rusher than a 30-year-old edge rusher. And for me personally, I agree with that plan. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in on the Reddick thing. How did that answer hit you? Now, this other part uh, I found interesting was about Nick um, and, and what he had to say. And we kind of got into it in the first segment. But um, here is Nick. You know, Elliot asked him, what did you learn from last year? And, you know, what did you want to you know, take away from last year and get better at? Uh, well, here's Nick doubling down on the core values. It wasn't a core values. We didn't just make them up and say, hey, connect, compete, accountability, football IQ, and fundamentals are what's important, right? We, that was years and years of coaching and playing that we thought to ourselves, and I thought to myself, these are the common denominators of good football teams. And that's not, that's not changing off of a bad spurt, right? <laughs> And so it is, it is a true double down on those from day one, um, you know, doubling down on the connection, doubling down on the accountability. I really look at it, those two, the connect and the accountability, even though I say connect, compete, well, those two C's kind of go together. So it's like they say together, but connect and accountability are the two, I would say cornerstones of our, of our program that we that those are those are the ones that when I really take away hey these are important that we play with good football IQ that we play with good fundamentals and that we compete our ass off those are important but it all starts every, everything starts with the accountability and the connecting and and so 
it is it's almost a, a, a double down a triple down on those um, those core values and I look forward to when we when the players get back to do that and that, and that's all great you know you can you can say you're gonna double and triple down on connection and accountability but as a as an Eagles fan that watched the last you know six weeks of the season and watched you go out and and get dismantled by a bucks team that I didn't think was very talented. Like, I don't need an answer of I'm going to double down and triple down on connection and accountability, especially when it seems like, or at least it looks like, they're not a very connected team. And they don't look like a team that is that is fully together and pulling in the same direction. Like, to just double down on what you did last year that ultimately didn't work in the end because you had success the two years before, like, I, I would have liked a more confident answer rather than I'm just going to double down on what we've done before. Mm-hmm. So I just... There's a lot of coach speak. I know it's coach speak. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't exactly like, oh, man, Nick's got us. Yeah, I think I think what he was trying to, to get across was his values and things that he believes what makes a good football team, a good football culture, is still intact. In other words, just because things uh, sort of got off track a little bit last year, whether you want to say it was the last six weeks of the season or was throughout the year or what have you, uh-huh. he's saying these are things that he's lived by as a coach throughout his coaching tenure and it has worked for the most part. So he's not going to abandon that. Uh, I'm going to double down on that. Now maybe I need to tighten up some things of that nature and, and pay a little bit more attention to certain things because some things can get lost when you go to the Super Bowl and everybody's patting you on the back. Yeah, this offseason is completely different than last year, right? Yes. Last year, you know, everybody know how many people were actually mad after the Super Bowl. What was the anger at? We, I think we talked a lot about how the reaction to it was so weird. It was weird. Because everyone's like, they're going to be back. Exactly. Now, this year, the end of the season has a different reaction to it. Yes. It has a different reaction to it. I think it puts pressure back on the organization again to keep their fan base happy in so many words. I'm not saying they're going out doing things just for the fan base, but when the fan base is upset and irate and they want some changes made or what have you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Usually that puts pressure on the organization to go out and be better. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it certainly means they're not being praised everywhere. The questions are different this year. Now you're being asked about your culture. You're being asked about your quarterback. You're being questioned about you as a head coach and your 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 hold on the team, your footing within the organization. 
He was being praised last year. Great job, coach. Second year, you got him to the Super Bowl. He overachieved. Jalen, top three quarterback. AJ, best receiver. Like, nobody was complaining about anything. Hell, we got people mad because we wanted to go get Bijan and add to the offense. Trying to make it a super. We're trying to make it a super team. Exactly. Right? Like, so I think this year they're going to handle the offseason a little bit different. I think his approach is going to be different this year. I just hope it's effective. <laughs> I mean, well, that's, that's yeah. really what it boils down to. Yeah, I just, I guess I would like to hear heard a little bit more of like, listen, maybe last year a little too soft in in, in training camp. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get after it right. a little bit more. Um, he doesn't have to say I didn't hold players accountable, but like just saying accountability doesn't really mean much to me. Right. Like maybe a little bit more. Like I think we might have let some. It's okay to say things might have slipped a little bit last year. See, Something obviously slipped. Like no, you, you, you collapse. You're absolutely stretch. right. No, you're you, you are absolutely right. I'm not saying you're wrong at all in this. Just look at it from his perspective, though. The the moment he opens that door, we're not walking through it. We're kicking it open. Sure. And the, and the questions, the barrage of questions are going to come, and you got to be quick on your feet, Aaron. He's he on, he's an NFL network. Like this is national now. This ain't just local here. So you got to be quick on your feet answering these questions. And what I believe is he wanted to stay away from anything that could be controversial or anything that could be that could give us other stories to dive into. And that's why the Georgia questions were there and the and the Shane Steichen plant. That's the the, the plants that Howie and the Eagles put there. Just kidding. Uh 9494 is how you get in. The last thing before we go to the phones here that I want to play mm-hmm. is uh Nick Sirianni talking about the offense and you know what Kellen Moore is going to bring and, and more about what his role is here. Here's uh here's Nick. He's been highly successful and and we've been highly successful and I think that you know I'm really looking forward to meshing the things, you know, meshing what he's done really well together with the things that we've done really well. Um, but and and I again, I think it's going to be a really a really good match. Uh, and Kellen's track record speaks for itself. Right. So the meshing of of the two systems, and I just want to know from everyone out there listening mm-hmm. and that went through the last six seven weeks of the season and complained about the offense. Does that make you happy? Like does does that answer does that answer make you feel fulfilled? Um, because it hit me like absolutely not. Do not need you near the offense. Like I appreciate trying to show that you are still the head coach, and right. I appreciate you know I I just I just don't want him touching the offense <laughs> with a ten foot pole. Like Kellen Moore is here. Like what is Nick Sirianni's offense? Tell me what his offense is. Is it the stupid screen passes to, to Julio? Is it is Julio it, back? I hope not. Like, if it's just a tush push and you want to teach a tush push, fine. But like, if you want to be the coach right. here long term, just get get, get out, out of the way. way. I knew that's what you're get out say. of the way and be the CEO type. And you talk about the culture and the core values, whatever. The best chance of Nick Sirianni surviving here long term mm-hmm. is if Kellen Moore and the right offensive coordinators are here, not Nick trying to insert himself into the offense to prove he's still an offensive coach. Listen, I listen. I hear you. I'm I'm, I'm not going to overreact to it right now because I don't know what that would entail. I don't know what he's going to be involved with. It's, yeah. it's February. I know. <laughs> like, I have no idea what he's going to be involved with. Uh, I will say this. Um, if things – so what happens if things are – get off to a slow start offensively? Trust the process. Just stick with it. Trust the process. Okay. Well, because we saw what happened last year. I mean, last well, year. and then last year everybody was calling for Brian Johnson and wanting somebody else to do something, but then you didn't want the fact that Nick Sirianni got involved. Yeah, 
I saw Nick Sirianni involved. I would rather just stick with Kellen. If Kellen Moore sucks, Kellen Moore sucks. Okay. But at least Nick can say, hey, it wasn't my offense. Like, by uh, attaching yourself to it, you're, you're almost putting yourself on the plank, too. Yeah. No, listen, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. They brought him in here. Um, I don't think he's going to interfere with Kellen Moore. If he does, then the Eagles have a problem. They're going to have to figure out what to do about that. Well, and, and and listen, I obviously have not been in an NFL locker room. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's something to having too many voices? So like if Nick, oh sure, like do do the, does does a player need one voice on on the coaching staff being like this is me? Or do they no. get conf- all right? Well, do they get confused when there's there's multiple? Voices? No, no, no. Because here's the thing: um, you have the coordinators, you have the coordinators, right? And so. The coordinators are the ones who usually install the offense. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking 20-plus years ago when I was playing here. Andy could install the offense. He certainly did that early in his tenure. I don't know if he at some point passed that on to Brad Childress or Marty Morningweg to do. But the first few years, Andy would be in group install. Jim Johnson installed the defense for us. And then you would go from the defensive coordinator to position meetings and now your position coach is sort of reiterating things and teaching you the defense or the game plan from a positional standpoint. Right. Right? And your responsibility there. So that's just to answer your question about the multiple voices in your ear. I think players have been coached enough once you get to the pro level that they should be able to compartmentalize that type of stuff. Right. I guess my more fear is what happened with the defense last year. Yes. Where you It's like who, like who, who should we trust here? No, that – was a mistake that because a mistake. yeah you do that in the middle of a season in really the last third of the season and now the players was learning a whole new defense from what I gather they were learning stuff that normally like when you put a game plan in like you got a playbook right playbook is this thick when they give it to you in Man, training that's a, camp that's a big playbook yeah you're looking at me nobody else can see me um Probably except for about ten inches yeah woo. <laughs> 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 you just had to go there. <laughs> so the playbook they give you at the beginning of the season, the playbook at the beginning of the season isn't the game plan. In other words, they take stuff out of the playbook that is specifically designed to help you against that team, and that's your game plan that week. But the majority of the plays come from that playbook. So what it seemed like happened with Desai and Matt Patricia is that Matt Patricia started calling his own stuff. Or he was teaching his own stuff, and now players have to learn a whole new defensive system versus what they had been learning all year long. Well, that's why you saw like miscommunication by the end of the exactly. Year. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But the only um, the only final point on that is like defensively, it's Vic Fangio's show. Like it, like yes, it is a hundred percent Vic yep. Fangio's show. And it's funny how he someone asked him, "Does Vic have control over or just say in personnel?" And how he joked like he thinks he does. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I was like, wow. So that lets you know that that yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. We'll, yeah. Play, we'll play it a little bit later. I thought it, I thought it was an interesting. That sounds good to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, like when you talking- the coordinator wants to have input on who you're putting in his defense. Yeah. Which, by the way, it should you probably be that should. Way. You've been courting him for three years. Like you should probably you want this defense. Yeah. I guess like on offense, are they gonna? I just want them to know who the guy is. Right. Because on defense, we know it's Vic Fangio. The answer to Vic Fangio, we get it. I don't want there to be a miscommunication on the offensive side of the ball. And I'm sure – Well, long as Nick isn't saying something that contradicts what Kellen Moore is exactly. trying to teach. They'll figure yeah. that out. Yes. It's just that's my one thing that I have a fear of. But it's, they should understand, like, communication to the players. Yeah. 
is massively important. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. What's your reaction to the press conferences earlier today? What did you think about Nick talking about how they're going to mesh these two systems together to create an Eagles offense? Does that worry you, or do you want it to just be Kellen Moore's offense? Hassan Reddick, what would you think about that answer? Do you think he's back? Would you rather go for a younger player? A lot to react to. The Twitter questions that are sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift. Online, marks-jewelers.com. We got Elliot. Elliot is live uh, off the press conference. Got some good questions in. I heard uh, more of Geo than I did Elliot. Elliot got two. Yeah, oh, he did? Now okay. he's following up Geo, which is obviously like a, a big shoes to fill. <laughs> like, so I think he maybe was a little, little overshadowed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Elliot was there. Got some good questions in about Jalen being a vocal leader, stuff like that. So do not miss Elliot Shore Parks. Come on next live from Indianapolis on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.